How's it going, Pokemon fans? And yeah, we're now in part 3 of my favorite Pokemon miniseries, and we're talking about one of, if not, my favorite region of all time, Hoenn. For those who haven't listened to any of my previous episodes, Ruby and Sapphire were the first Pokemon games I played, but Fire Red, Leaf Green, and Emerald were the games that cemented my love towards this region, and Gen 3 as a whole, especially when it comes to the Pokemon selection. Seriously, if I actually did a top 10 favorite Pokemon list, I guarantee half of them would be from Hoenn. Hell, even picking my favorite Pokemon from a certain type was difficult for me. I know, I'm probably overhyping these Pokemon, but it wouldn't be the first time I did something like this. <sighs> anyway, the rules will be the same as before. I'll be going over each type and list my favorite Pokemon of that said type, along with a few honorable mentions every now and then. These Pokemon will be judged based on their stats, designs, and how much of an impact they left to the series. Of course, whatever I say is just my opinion, so if you disagree on certain parts, that's fine. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and these are my favorite Pokemon from Hoenn. Going in alphabetical order, my favorite bug type, Ninjax. I feel like people barely talk about this Pokemon anymore, which is a damn shame because I do think Ninjax is very underrated. First off, I like the whole ninja vibes that this Pokemon gives off. I mean, the Nin in its name kind of gives it away. <laughs> and yeah, it's another bug type that's heavily allergic to rocks. But what makes Ninjax worth using is thanks to its physical attack, speed, and move pull. Speaking of which, its main ability Speed Boost helps give Ninjax a boost in speed after every turn, hence the name. And with the right setup moves, you can do one of two things. 1. Outspeed and annihilate your opponents every turn. Or B. Use Baton Pass and simply transfer your increased stats to the next Pokemon you send out. I've abused that shit many times in Wi-Fi battles, but not enough to completely sweep my opponent's team. Either way, Ninjax may not have the best stats overall, but its speed and setup moves makes it viable. An honorable mention goes to Nakata's other evolved form, ironically. That being Sheninja. I've always found Sheninja to be a fascinating Pokemon, if not for its Wonder Guard ability, but the fact it's the only Pokemon so far to have 1% HP, no matter how much you level it up. That shit is both unique and creepy at the same time. How fitting because it gains the Ghost type. That being said, Sheninja is a decent physical attacker, and its ability can help avoid any moves that aren't super effective towards it. However, Shedinja cannot for the life of it survive any attacks or status conditions like burn or poison, even with the Focus Sash. Still, if you're feeling ballsy, you could potentially troll people with setup moves. Believe me, I tried, but I had better luck with Ninjax. Other than that, Shedinja is definitely one of the most unique Pokemon to say the least, which is why I put it as an honorable mention. My favorite Dark type? Absol. If you ask anyone who's the Edgelord of the Pokemon series, aside from Gladion, most people will probably say Absol. But in all seriousness, I loved Absol the moment I first saw it, with its dark blue slash white color palette, and that crescent-shaped horn it has, as well as being a total badass in the anime. Of course, I'm talking about that wild Absol from the Jirachi movie, Drew having an Absol during the Battle Frontier arc. Hell, even Go's Absol was pretty cool despite not appearing that much. In terms of stats, Absol mostly excels in physical attack and speed. The only problem was during Gen 3, every Dark-type move was special, which made Absol kind of pointless to use unless you prefer a special attacking set. Despite that, I used Absol in one of my playthroughs of Emerald, and it proved itself from time to time. It wasn't until I used it in games like White 2 or X, where I could finally take advantage of its dark typing. Speaking of which, Absol was one of the many Pokemon from Hoenn to receive a Mega Form in X and Y, and I gotta say, Mega Absol was fucking beautiful, and I don't mean those wings that spontaneously grows, but its increased stats as well, not to mention its Magic Bounce ability which can repel any status or entry hazard moves back to your opponent. Definitely a better ability compared to Pressure, which can gradually lower the power points of certain moves. 
though he can't go wrong with super luck or attain ability justified, but it all depends if you prefer a high chance of landing critical hits or raising your attack power every time you hit by a dark type move. Still, I love Absol, and it's easily one of my favorite dark types of all time. My favorite dragon type? Flygon. Probably my favorite dragon type of all time if I'm being honest. To be fair, what's not to love about Flygon? With that awesome dragonfly-like design, overall balanced stats, and wide move pull to choose from, and just like the case with Absol, my love towards this Pokemon came from the anime, starting with that wild Flygon who helped Ash during the Jirachi movie, which he should have caught. And again, Drew having a Flygon which he only caught for his battle against Mei. Still, would have been better if Ash had one. Or in Journeys, when Go caught one, even though it fits Ash a lot better, but okay. Yeah, if you couldn't already tell, I'm one of those people that think Ash should have caught a Flygon. And can you blame me? Its design alone makes it look like a Pokemon Ash would own. The only thing that doesn't make sense for Flygon is having Levitate for an ability. Seriously, why the hell would you make it immune to Ground-type moves when it's already parked ground? Despite that, I had no regrets using Flygon for my team in the Gen 3 games, Y2, X, and even Shield at one point. Flygon is overall a solid Pokemon, and it deserved a Mega Form in Oras. Sorry, I can't get over that. Honorable mentions go to Altaria and Salamence. Altaria is a Pokemon I had mixed feelings towards at first, mostly because I kept getting swept by Winona in the Gen 3 games. <laughs> but after a while, I started to like this Pokemon. Just like Flygon, it has overall balanced stats and a wide move pull, yet it has a more useful ability, that being Natural Cure, which can eliminate any stats conditions upon getting switched out. And let's not forget about Mega Altaria, where it gained the Fairy type, a boost in attack, special attack, and defense, as well as having the ability Pixelate, which can turn any normal type move into a Fairy type move. And just look at it. It's so fluffy! <laughs> then we have Salamence, easily one of the strongest Pokemon from Gen 3, thanks to its Intimidate ability, Raw Power, and various different moves it can learn. Sadly, like the case with most pseudos, it's almost pointless to use Salamence in a playthrough because of how late you can catch Bagon, but I accepted that challenge and made Salamence my final team member in one of my playthroughs for Emerald. Was it tedious? Of course, but it was worth it, as Salamence carried my team against the Elite Four, except for Glacia. But moving forward, I decided on using Salamence for the post-game and Wi-Fi battles, especially in Oras where it was given a Mega Form, and I gotta say, Mega Salamence is fucking awesome! Gaining a boost in all its stats, the aerial ability that can turn normal type moves into flying type moves, and a cool design that makes me hungry for a croissant. <laughs> With the right setup, Salamence and by extension Mega Salamence will tear opponents a new asshole. Honestly, these three Pokemon are so great that they all deserve spots my favorite dragon type from Hoenn. But I'm still going with Flygon for its stats, easy obtainment, and proving that you don't need a Mega to be a strong Pokemon. Though I could imagine how OP Mega Flygon would have been had Game Freak not suffered from Artist Block. My favorite electric type? Maynetric. If you love dogs and electric types, then you'll love this Pokemon. A lot of people tend to use Maynetric for their playthroughs of Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, and I don't blame them. It has great speed and special attack, and with the amount of water types you come across in Hoenn, you'll be thankful to have this lightning doggo on your team. For abilities, Maynetric can either have Static or Lightning Rod. Both are solid options, though I think Lightning Rod is slightly better because you can potentially sweep opponents with a boost in special attack, as opposed to just simply paralyzing your opponent if you get hit by a physical move. Granted, that sounds useful, but Maynetric is already fast enough to work with. Sadly, I can't say the same thing for his move pull. Thankfully in later gens, Maynetric has access to better moves, especially in X and Y where it was given a Mega Form. Mega Maynetric is not only intimidating, no pun intended because of its intimidate ability, but its speed and special attack completely shits on basic Maynetric. Though I didn't use Maynetric in a Gen 6 playthrough, I was more than happy to use it in Wi-Fi battles. Artful mentions go to Plusle and Minin, the Pikachu clones of Gen 3. Yes, it's kinda pointless to use both these Pokemon because they have the exact same stats and move pull, but I mostly love these Pokemon for their concept, where one is positive and the other is negative. 
if their names didn't give it away. And with careful planning and the right setup moves, you could potentially use them in a playthrough slash Wi-Fi battles. I haven't personally tried it myself, but I know people are crazy enough to make plus one mind them work. Hey, isn't Pokemon all about thinking outside the box? My favorite fairy type? Mawile. It's funny, I used to hate Mawile because of its shit move pole and weird design. But once it was given the fairy type treatment, my opinion changed. Mawile is a relatively good Pokemon if you know how to use it. It's got good physical attack and defense, two useful abilities which are Hyper Cutter to prevent your attack from being lowered, and the oh-so-useful Intimidate. If you're lucky, you could obtain Tin ability Sheer Force, but who am I kidding? What makes Mawile so good, it's thanks to his Mega Form in X and Y, where it not only gains an increase in attack and defense, but has access to Huge Power, which can double your attack power. Thanks to Huge Power, moves like Iron Head, Play Rough, and even Soccer Punch will fuck up any opponent Mega Mawile comes across. Sadly, Mawile isn't nearly as useful in current games, but I still appreciate its moment of glory. My favorite fighting type? Medicham. This was yet another Pokemon that took me a while to appreciate. I'm not saying I hated Medicham, I just never had any incentive to use one, except for a few times in Sapphire and Diamond where I realized Medicham is actually pretty damn good. It has overall balanced stats, a wide move pull, its own unique ability that can double its physical attack, that being pure power, and of course, having a Mega Form in X and Y. Even though it still has pure power for an ability, it does get a boost in all its stats. With the right moveset, I was able to dominate people in Wi-Fi battles, though I'll admit, its Mega Form makes Medicham look a bit more creepy than usual. Hmm. <laughs> An honorable mention goes to Hariyama, a very underrated fighting type in my opinion. Not only does it have a solid sumo-like design, packed with giant hands that can easily clap someone, but it has a great physical attack stat, as well as having two useful abilities being Guts or Thick Fat, especially the latter because you can tank half the damage from Fire and Ice type moves. One of my earliest memories of using Hariyama was in Colosseum, and wasn't disappointed. I mean, Makohita was the first Shadow Pokemon you'd catch in that game, so why wouldn't I use it? Yes. Its speed and defense makes it somewhat useless compared to other fighting types. But I don't care. I still like Hariyama to an extent. My favorite fire type? Blaziken. Come on, people! You had to hear this one coming! It goes without saying that Blaziken is not only one of the best final forms in any of the fire starters, but one of the best fire types in general. With that awesome rooster-like design, beyond impressive stats, unique typing of fire and fighting before it became oversaturated, <laughs> and variety of different moves it can learn. Even though Torchic was probably the Hoenn starter I used the least, Blaziken helped carry my team every time I used him in the original Gen 3 games and the remakes, and you can bet your ass I didn't hesitate on pre-ordering X and Y just so I could attain a Blaziken with speed boost. Speaking of which, Mega Blaziken made me love this Pokemon even more, giving it a boost in all its stats, and the many different movesets you could run using those stats. Seriously, the raw power that Blaziken has in both its face and Mega Form makes it a huge threat in Wi-Fi battles, and that's fucking awesome! The anime also did a good job in making Blaziken a total badass, as shown with Harrison, May, and even Meyer, aka Clement and Bonnie's father, aka Blaziken Max. Regardless of what game you're playing, Blaziken will never disappoint. Honorable mentions go to Torkoal and Kamarot, the only other fire types introduced in Gen 3, funny enough. Whenever I didn't choose Torchic as my starter, I could always count on Torkoal as my go-to fire type, with it having great defense and physical slash special attack to work with. Yes, Torkoal is also slow as shit but it makes up for it for having two useful abilities, which can be either White Smoke to prevent any stats from being lowered, or Drought in later gens, which can cause a harsh sunlight and increase any Fire-type moves, as well as setting up entry hazards and sweeping them. That's how everyone is using Torkoal, including me. Hey, it's more useful than what Ash's Torkoal could have hoped to accomplish. <laughs> as for Camerup, I mostly love this Pokemon for its design. I mean, it's a freaking Camel Volcano thing. What's not to love about it? As well as having a great physical and special attack stat, 
and two unique abilities which can be either Magma Armor or Solid Rock. Magma Armor prevents the user from being frozen, which is kinda irrelevant given Camera Up's typing, and Solid Rock can reduce damage from super effective moves. Speaking of which, Camera Up's biggest downfall, besides having low speed, is being 4 times weak to water, meaning a single drop of water could evaporate Camera Up like it's nothing, no pun intended. So yeah, I didn't bother using Camera Up for any of my teams, except in later gens during Wi-Fi battles. Which reminds me, I do find Mega Camera Up to be underrated, because it does get an increase in all its stats and having Sheer Force for an ability. Either way, all three fire types from Hoenn do have their own special charm, so you can't go wrong with any of them. My favorite flying type? Swallow. Unlike the past birds, Swallow is actually pretty good, having a sleek, swallow-like design, and great speed and physical attack to work with, unless we're talking about the current gen in which it gained a boost in special attack. Either way, Swallow can be a very versatile Pokemon if anything. I remember using one for my team in the original Gen 3 games, and it didn't disappoint me, all thanks to its ability Gust, where it gains a boost whenever it suffers from a status condition. Now, if Swallow can pull off Thunder Armor like in the anime, it'd probably be the most OP flying type in general. God, that was fucking stupid. An honorable mention goes to Tropius, another Pokemon I love purely design-wise. I mean, it's a fucking dinosaur with leaves for wings and bananas for an its chin. It really accentuates the whole nature theme that the Hoenn region has. Sadly, it didn't exactly have the best move full back then. Hell, people mostly used it as an HM slave, but thankfully that changed in later gens and Tropius can make better use of its bulkiness and special attack. I remembered running a sun-based team in the Gen 3 remakes, and ironically, Tropius was the MVP of that team, mainly because they had chlorophyll for its ability, which can raise its speed in harsh sunlight. Hey, I'm not complaining. That goes to show that Tropius is more than just the fruit that nonchalantly stays under its chin. <laughs> My favorite ghost type? Sableye. Definitely one of the most unique ghost types to say the least, if not for its shadowy gremlin-like design, but definitely its typing. Being a ghost and dark type meant Sableye had no weaknesses back in gens 3 through 5. Sure, that's no longer relevant thanks to fairy types, but back in the day, it was insane to witness. I remember using Sableye back in Sapphire and Emerald, just so I controlled Broly and his fighting types. Then afterwards, I put it back in Box 1 because its stats and move pull were kinda pathetic. That is until we got to Gen 6, where Sableye was given a Mega Form in Oras. And my god, is Mega Sableye great? Not only does it carry a giant-ass red jewel like nobody's business, but it gets a major stat boost in all departments, as well as having access to Magic Bounce. Yes, its Mega Form is what I mostly love about Sableye, but I still think it's a good Pokemon for its typing and how situational it could be. An honorable mention goes to Dusclops. After getting swept by Phoebe's team as a kid, I opted to use the Dusclops for myself. At first, I was turned away by its lackluster speed, but then I looked at its defenses and thought it'd be great for a stalling set. And sure enough, I was right. Dusclops combined with status moves and an Eevee life equipped can really terrorize your opponents if you have the right setup. No pun intended. I also like its ghostly, mummy-like design. I swear, it's like Gen 3 was when they finally gave ghost types so much to love, both in terms of design and variety. My favorite grass type? Sceptile. Oh yeah, this one was a no-brainer because you guys know I love Sceptile, thanks to that awesome tree gecko-like design and overall impressive stats, mostly in speed and special attack. Every time I replayed through Gen 3 and its remakes, majority of the time I always used Sceptile and never failed at any given moment. Speaking of the remakes, Mega Sceptile looks so fucking cool with it gaining a Dragon type and having Lightning Rod for its ability, which can already raise its already impressive special attack whenever it's hit by electric moves. With that said ability and Sceptile's diverse move pool, I was able to sweep a bunch of people in Wi-Fi battles, especially in doubles. And let's not forget about the anime where they made Ash's Sceptile a total badass. Same goes for Sawyer's Sceptile especially when it learned to Mega Evolve. Yes, Sceptile isn't as popular compared to the other Hoenn starters, but I don't care. Sceptile is an amazing Pokemon and still remains as my favorite Grass-type starter in general. 
Honorable mentions go to Berloom and Shiptree. I know, Matt's probably upset that Berloom isn't my definitive favorite grass type, because I know that's his favorite Pokemon in general. Shout out to Matt. Love you, buddy. Even so, Berloom is still a great Pokemon. Whenever I didn't choose Trico, Berloom proved to be more than capable of being the grass type for my team, especially with its additional fighting typing, which can help make quick work of all those Team Aqua and Team Magma grunts. Stab-wise, Berloom excels in physical attack and has two unique abilities, which can be either Effect Spore or Poison Heal. Every time Berloom gets hit by a physical move, Effect Spore will raise the chance of leaving your opponent with a status condition, ideally Sleep, Paralysis, or Poison. Speaking of the latter, Poison Heal helps Berloom gradually regain health every time it gets poisoned. Personally, I prefer its hidden ability Technician, which can increase its physical attack. As for Shiftry, it has a solid design and overall balanced stats. It's another solid grass type if for whatever reason I didn't choose Trico. Ability-wise, it can either have Chlorophyll or Early Bird. Whether you want to take advantage of its increased speed and in harsh sunlight, or willingness to wake from slumber, Shiftry can get the job done. Again, all three of these grass types are worthy candidates for the top spot. My favorite ground type? Ladle. Like the case with some Pokemon I mentioned, Claydol was a Pokemon I didn't care for until in later gens, but I always did appreciate its Dredo-like design. Stab-wise, Claydol mostly excels in both defense and special defense, and just like Flygon, it has Levitate for an ability, which again, it's kinda pointless. Then again, it's a giant floating Dredel, so I guess it works. Even though I remember catching one at the Sky Pillar in Emerald, I didn't have any incentive on using it for my team. That isn't until in later gens where I competed in Wi-Fi battles. The best thing about using Claydol is that you can pretty much run any type of set with it, you can make your Claydol a defensive wall, set up or get rid of entry hazards, or even a Trick Room lead. Those options made me appreciate this Pokemon a lot more. My favorite Ice type? Glalie. It's funny, most of my love towards this Pokemon came from the anime. Of course, I'm talking about Ash's Glalie from the Advanced Generation series. After seeing how much of a badass it was, I wanted to use Glalie for myself, so I used one for my team in both Emerald and Alpha Sapphire, and was very impressed. Glalie has overall balanced stats, which can make it work as either a physical or special attacker, or both if you really want to. Ability-wise, it can either have Inner Focus to prevent flinching, or Ice Body to restore HP whenever Hail is activated. Both are solid options, but most people like to use its hidden ability, Moody, which can give it a random stat boost and hinder after each turn. In Oras, Glalie was given a Mega Form, and I gotta say, Mega Glalie looks so fucking cool. No pun intended. I didn't think it was possible to make Glalie look even more badass, but Game Freak proved me wrong. Aside from that, Glalie gets an increase in attack, special attack, and speed, as well as gain the ability Refrigerate, which you can turn any normal-type move into an Ice-type move. It's basically the Ice-type equivalent to Pixelate and Aerialate. Still, it made Glalie a great Pokemon to use in Wi-Fi battles. I know a lot of people will argue that Snorunt's other Evolved form is better, but we'll talk about that once we get to Gen 4, because let's just say I have another hot take that's waiting to be revealed. <laughs> an honorable mention goes to Walrein, probably the most underrated Ice-type, let's be real. Either way, I've always liked the Spiel line, and how it goes from this adorable seal ball thing to a badass walrus thing. Stab-wise, Walrein has great special attack and bulkiness, yet speed could have been better. Still, Walrein turned out to be a good Pokemon whenever I needed water, or in this case, Ice-type coverage, especially in the original Gen 3 games. For abilities, Walrein has Thick Fat, but in later gens, it gains access to Ice Body. Again, both are solid options, but it all depends on what your preference is. Maybe if the remakes gave Walrein a Mega Form, it would have gained more recognition. Who knows? My favorite normal type? Zangoose. If you guys thought Absol was an edgelord, then you're gonna love Zangoose. Even by design alone, this fairy cat thing just screams edginess. I mean, have you seen its nails and giant-ass scar across its eye? Hmm. In all seriousness, Zangoose is a pretty good Pokemon to use thanks to its speed and physical attack, 
My first time using Zangoose was actually back in Pokemon XD, where you can catch Shadow Zangoose from the quote-unquote dashing and terrific Mr. Zook. It definitely proved to be a solid team member throughout the whole game. In terms of the main series, I mostly use Zangoose in Wi-Fi battles, especially where it gained access to two unique abilities, those being Immunity and its hidden ability, Toxic Boost. Immunity prevents the user from being poisoned, while the latter gives it a huge attack boost if it does get poisoned. Both are solid options, but I say the latter has a more winning edge. No pun intended. I also love how this Pokemon has an ongoing feud with Survivor, because we hardly see Pokemon act as arch enemies by nature, if you don't count legendaries that is. Now that I think about it, I'm flabbergasted that Zangoose and Survivor don't have Mega Forms as well. Seriously, that could have had more tension between the two. Whatever, what do I know? Hmm. An honorable mention goes to Slacking. A lot of people either love or hate this Pokemon. On one hand, it has a monstrous physical attack and defense stat. On the other hand, its ability Turin only makes a move every other turn, leaving it open for attacks. Of course, being the ballsy Pokemon player that I am, I used Slacking in one of my playthroughs in Emerald, and it wasn't as bad as I thought. However, I think Slacking is better off being used in doubles for Wi-Fi battles. Eric, how the fuck is a Pokemon like Slacking good for that? Simple. Just make sure Slacking is paired with a Pokemon that knows Gastro Acid, which in turn removes the effects of your opponent's ability. All you need to do is have your partner use Gastro Acid on Slacking, and it'll destroy your opponents without waiting every other turn. And my god, was that shit fun to abuse. So yeah, I guess you can call Slacking a very situational Pokemon if anything. My favorite poison type? Swalot. Yeah, I'll be honest, Hoenn didn't exactly have the best poison types. But that doesn't mean Swalot is a bad Pokemon. In fact, I think it's very underrated with that sludgy-like body and overall good stats, mostly in terms of defense. However, I never had any incentive to use Swalot for any playthroughs, though it was useful in Wi-Fi battles, especially thanks to its ability which can be either Liquid Ooze or Sticky Hold. Liquid Ooze can cause damage after getting hit by moves like Giga Drain or Leech Life, while Sticky Hold prevents you from losing any held items. Definitely the better ability in my opinion. Not to mention its very diverse move pool, including having access to Gastro Acid, and you can definitely tell who is Swalot's partner in doubles. <laughs> My favorite psychic type? Gardevoir. Next, we have everyone's favorite waifu mon. Until we get to Gen 4. <laughs> Every time we help Wally catch a Ralts in Route 102, I always thought about catching my own Ralts. Until I realized Ralts has a fucking 1% encounter rate, but all that time I spent trying to find one was worth it. Because Gardevoir is amazing, thanks to its high speed, special attack, and special defense. Having a very diverse move pool, and two useful abilities which can be either synchronized or trace. Whether you transfer a status condition or copy the ability of your opponent, Gardevoir won't disappoint. Seriously, Gardevoir carried my team in one of my Gen 3 playthroughs, and even in other games like X and Brilliant Diamond. Speaking of which, Gardevoir gained the Fairy type as of Gen 6, making it more of a threat than it was before. Not to mention Mega Gardevoir where it gains an extra boost in speed, special attack, and special defense, and having Pixelate for an ability. Seriously, the raw power that Gardevoir has in both its base and Mega form is insane, and unlike Alakazam, you don't have to trade with someone to get Gardevoir. Now, which of those two is better? I don't know. You guys can debate on that if you want. Hmm. Honorable mentions go to Grumpig and Chimeco. Both very underrated Pokemon in my opinion. Especially Grumpig because it has a good special attack and special defense stat. Yet, I didn't have any incentive to use one for any of my playthroughs. But for Wi-Fi battles, I decided to give Grumpig a chance. And it worked out. Mostly thanks to having Old Temple for an ability, which can prevent the user from feeling confused. Something I found more useful than Thick Fat. Or if you're lucky, your Grumpig could eat a Hell Berry faster if it had its hidden ability Gluttony. I mean, it's a pig, so why wouldn't it have this ability? <laughs> As for Chimeco, I mostly have to thank the anime for loving this Pokemon. Of course, I'm talking about the one James had. 
Yes, I'm aware Chimeco is garbage, but I don't care. Chimeco is still adorable, and the episode where James released it is a fucking tearjerker. My favorite rock type? Armaldo. No offense to those who love Nosepass, but I've always found the fossils to be more interesting. And Armaldo is without a doubt my favorite out of the two fossils, with that awesome mantis shrimp-like design and good stats to work with. In this case, it's high physical attack and defense, and having battle armor for its ability, which in turn prevents the user from getting hit by critical hits. The only time I used Armaldo for my team was during one of my playthroughs in Emerald, and it did fairly well all things considered. Yet, I mostly used one in Wi-Fi battles, especially now that it has Swift Swim for a hidden ability. Definitely helps out with its lackluster speed. An honorable mention goes to Cradilly. Now, this Pokemon is a textbook definition of a troll, with its high defense, special defense, and different moves it can learn. Whether you want to simply set up entry hazards, or make it a defensive wall for toxic stalling, Cradilly will fuck up any opponent one way or another. Hmm. My favorite steel type? Metagross. Oh yeah, Metagross had to be included. Just look at it! It's a fucking robotic spider that functions as a supercomputer! How can anyone not love this Pokemon? After getting destroyed by Steven and his Metagross in the original Ruby and Sapphire, it encouraged me to use one for myself. And my god, Metagross is amazing! Having clear body for an ability to prevent any stats from being lowered, amazing stats to work with, and having access to many different moves that can make the sets you run feel limitless. Seriously, you can make your Metagross a physical attacker, a special attacker, or just set up entry hazards and it'll still dominate people. Sadly, I didn't use Metagross much in the original Gen 3 games, mainly because you can only obtain Beldum AFTER you beat the game. But that all changed when they were giving away a shiny Beldum to those who pre-ordered the Gen 3 remakes. And you can beg your asses I didn't think twice before using it for my team. Honestly, Shiny Metagross might be my favorite shiny Pokemon in general, and its Mega Form is fucking badass. It even gains a boost in all its stats and Tough Claws for an ability. Yes, the same ability that Mega Charizard X and Mega Aerodactyl has, which can increase the power of any physical moves. I also used Metagross for my team in Ultra Sun, and it instantly became my MVP. No joke, as soon as I encountered Wild Beldum, I was like, Oh hell yeah, Metagross is going on my team! <laughs> Overall, Metagross is an awesome Pokemon, and I have no regrets picking it as my favorite Steel-type. Not just in Hoenn, but in general. An honorable mention goes to Aggron, another badass Pokemon that deserves some more love. This armored dinosaur thing has always been a cool Pokemon to me. Stab-wise, it excels in physical attack and defense, and can learn various different moves. For abilities, it can either have Sturdy so you can survive on low health, or Rockhead to prevent recoil damage. Definitely the better option because you can spam moves like Head Smash without any problems. And next in Y, Aggron was given a Mega Form, but unlike the others, Mega Aggron actually drops its Rock Typing and becomes a pure Steel type, which is freaking nuts. But it works out in Aggron's favor because it gains a new ability called Filter which can reduce the damage of super effective moves. So yeah, good luck one-shotting Mega Aggron. <laughs> and finally, my favorite water type. Swampert. Honestly, are you that surprised? Of course I picked Swampert. And no, it's not just because I picked the other starters, but I've always been a big fan of the Mudkip line, especially once Mudkip becomes fully evolved. Swampert has overall balanced stats, a unique ability that prevents it from being hit by self-destruct. Of course, I'm talking about Damp, and a very diverse move pull. Even though Trico is still my favorite out of the Hoenn starters, I have no problem choosing Mudkip every now and then, because Mudkip, or more so Swampert, can dominate a Hoenn playthrough with ease. I would know, because I once did a Wire-type only Nuzlocke in Sapphire, and nicknamed my Swampert, Oh Shaman. <laughs> in the remakes, Swampert was given the Mega treatment as well, and my god, Mega Swampert is awesome! Not only does it gain a boost in physical attack and defense, but it gains the Swift Swim ability. Seriously, whenever there's rain, 
there's a buff Swampert ready to wreck shit. Even though a single piece of grass can annihilate Swampert, it's still one of the best Pokemon you can use in both playthroughs and competitive play. Honorable mentions go to Sharpedo and Milotic. Here's a fun fact. I don't like sharks. In fact, I'm terrified by them. But when it comes to Sharpedo, it's yet another badass Pokemon just by design alone. Not to mention having very balanced stats overall. Ability-wise, it can either have Rough Skin, which can damage your opponent if they land any physical attacks, or Speed Boost for a hidden ability. But once it Mega Evolves, it gains Strong Jaw, which can increase the power of any bite moves, like Crunch, Ice Fang, Psychic Fangs, etc. I used Sharpedo in my first playthrough of Alpha Sapphire, and was amazed at how viable it was, both in its base and Mega Form. I've also used one in the same Wire-type Nuzlocke I mentioned before. Rest in peace, Aqua. And then there's my Lodic, probably one of the most majestic Pokemon overall. Though I didn't bother using one for any of my teams because of how long it takes to find a Feebas and evolve it. Back then, you had to max out its beauty. And now, all you need to do is trade a Feebas while holding a Prism Scale. Yeah, I wasn't wasting time with that shit. But for the post-game and Wi-Fi battles, my Lodic was well worth using thanks to its high special attack and defense. Great abilities to have which can be either Marvel Scale or Competitive. Marvel Scale will raise its defense when suffering from a status condition, and Competitive will raise its special attack whenever a stat gets lowered. You can't go wrong with either one, honestly. Hell, even Q-Charm can be useful as its hidden ability. My Lodic is just an overall solid Pokemon, and I'm flabbergasted that I didn't get a Mega Form in Oras. You know, I never realized how many great Pokemon they missed out for potential Megas until I did this episode. Hmm. And those are all my favorite Pokemon from Hoenn. Yes, my list did sound very biased, especially with the amount of honorable mentions I gave, but I don't care, and I'll always cherish the memories I shared with them. With that said, what are your favorite Pokemon from the Hoenn region? You can tell us on our Discord server and message us on Instagram, at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all major listening platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, or whatever platform you prefer. Check us out on Twitch at EmanTheLegendary, which is also my YouTube channel, Nuclear Bacons, Cryptolock Games, and Carabyte. Also, tell your friends and family about us, especially any Pokemon fans you know. Thank you for listening, and stay true to your geek selves. Music